Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 178 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. On this installment, I'll be highlighting some of the great new music, or in some cases, music that's new to me, that has arrived over the past month or so. I also pulled out a couple of releases from two pioneering figures within the realms of free jazz and the avant-garde, who we sadly lost this past week, that being Milford Graves and Gedalia Tazartes. But to start off the show, I thought I'd play something from the brand new album from the long-running German indie rock outfit, The Knotwist, a band that started in the early 90s and eventually gained some critical attention with their 2001 release, Neon Golden, but have sort of just quietly gone about putting out new material at times with several year gaps between each release. In fact, this new one called Vertigo Days is their first proper album in six years. It's a really strong and seamlessly sequenced album that features guest contributions from Saya, from the Tennis Coats, Angel Bat Daweed, Ben Lamar Gay, and Juana Molina. I'm going to play one of the more raucous numbers from the album. This is a song called Exit Strategy to Myself. Take all sugar I am not on the 
Behind me, you're hearing the latest from Peter Chris, the solo alias of one of the members of the prolific German army. This comes from his second double cassette release on the Never Anything label called Everything Pozuelo Brought to the Table. This one's filled with 27 tracks of trippy, psychedelic explorations. If you enjoy the part of German Army's work where they ditch the industrial beats in favor of woozy atmospherics, or if you like Stephen R. Smith's work under the name Yulan Cole, then you'd probably find quite a bit to enjoy on this release. You're hearing the track Body as a Metaphor. Before this, you heard the opening track from Gedalia Tazarte's debut album, Diasporus, that was originally released back in 1979. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Tazarte's sadly passed away recently due to cancer. And like for many others out there, Tazarte's music really just resonated with me. The way he used his voice within those bizarre primitive loops that he created had a very direct emotional appeal unlike I guess a lot of things that are even remotely connected to the avant-garde. It's a really nice tribute article to Tazartes written by Dennis Typhus from Ultra Eczema over on the Wires website that's uh, well worth your time to read. In addition to creating incredible music he seemed like just a genuinely decent human being. In front of the Tizarte's track, you heard new music from the Serbian composer Umbra, whose real name is Maria Balubzic, I believe is how you pronounce her name, an artist who employs voice and loops as well, but in a slightly more traditional song-like fashion, I guess. A song that I played called Plea Tambliz comes from a new split cassette release, with the US-based producer Zars came out recently on Crash Cymbals. Going back to 1980 and a song by the UK band Family Fodder that was originally released as a single but appears on their best of collection called Savoir Faire, you heard Warm. And this is the recent director's cut vinyl version of this collection that pairs down some of their lengthier tracks, originally came out on CD, Oh, several, several years ago. Family Fodder, of course, included a rotating cast of players over the years, including members of This Heat and The Work for a period of time. And their sound was sort of a playful take on post-punk and art pop. Also out of the UK, you heard from I Know I'm an Alien, a newer band that also has a very playful sound that's reminiscent of the Residents or maybe even Devo to a certain degree. You heard the track BB Gun from their latest tape release, Wi-Fi Breath, out on Bumpy Tapes out of Minneapolis, a label run by Adam Worven, a.k.a. Larry Wish, a musician well-versed in crafting oddball pop music himself. Before that, I played a track off of the latest release from the Bay Area band Grex, who is the duo of Carl Evangelista and Ray Skimpavia, Evangelista's name may ring a bell for some out there from his recent album on Astral Spirits called Apira. Grex is a much different project, drawing from a range of styles and influences including pop music, industrial music, hip-hop, art rock, and jazz. The release is called Everything You Said Was Wrong, and the track was called Beep Apocalypse from that one. And then again at the very top, we played something from the new Not Twist album Vertigo Days, 
you heard Exit Strategy to Myself. I'm going to start off this next set with a track from the debut release from the French group City Band. This one came out recently on Brute Direct Discs. Their songwriting harkens back to that cherry red or C86 sound, you know, jangly strum guitar lines, moody vocals, which you'll hear on this track called Four Chemins.
you're hearing an excerpt of a sidelong piece called Shroom Shank off of the self-titled debut release from the UK trio Feral Cops, a group whose members have been involved in a number of different noise projects over the years. Some really, really great eerie field recordings and tape collage work spread over this tape that has been scratching a particular itch for me of late. Before this, you heard the track For the Pine Trees from John Collin off of his recently released collection, Music from Cassettes, Etc., 2008-2017, that Fordamming Archive put out. That's the reissue arm of the Swedish label Idishi Dalbaran. This is a really nice compilation that shows Collins' different guitar approaches and styles from blistering electric guitar workouts to more meditative acoustic pieces that are in line with his water and rock music series that have been coming out in the last few years. I think most people have their go-to guitar players, and over the past few years, John Collins has become mine for sure. I played something from Kayak in front of that, a new-to-me solo project by a musician named Keith Freeman from out of Vancouver. I played Dream Foraging from his new tape called Sparrowing, which is said to be a concept album of sorts about the changing of the white-throated sparrows' songs due to the negative impact that people have had on the environment. It's a nice release where each track flows together into the next, so it's easy to get swept up into its gentle melodic arc. Another completely new-to-me artist and an album that also has plenty of gentle melodic elements to it, you heard from Keru Kenji's third solo album called CK. Kenji fronts the Tokyo-based band, and I'm not sure if you pronounce it or if you just read off the letters, which are O-W-K-M-J, again, totally new to me. But he recorded this new album while in lockdown this past year, and it has that really nice, hazy, lonesome bedroom pop quality to it. Played the track called My Dream Has Come True from that album. And then you heard the song School in the Morning from the debut self-titled full-length from the Nashville trio Styrofoam Winos before that. Been really enjoying this one. A great batch of well-written songs spread out over both sides of this album. And then again, another self-titled full-length debut before that at the top of the set from City Band. I'm going to start off this next set with a lengthy track off of William Parker's massive new 10-CD box set called Migration of Silence Into and Out of the Tone World, where he's joined by a different female vocalist and different players on each of the 10 volumes in this set. Parker draws inspiration from different music and cultures from around the world, and it's just a major artistic statement in every way that I've honestly, I haven't even had time to fully digest it all yet, but I'm going to play the piece called Paintings in the Sky from the Harlem Speaks album, where he is joined by Hamid Drake on drums and Faye Victor on vocals. So here again is William Parker. Summer night, 
Let them float across 125th Street and trip on the souls. Souls of the tired and weary. Let everyone be refreshed by its, his art that goes immediately into the bloodstream. Right to the soul to elevate and resonate.
Behind me, you're hearing a piece called Black Glass off of John Mueller's latest album, Family Secret. In the write-up for this release, Mueller describes that these recordings were dealing with the perception-altering effects of changes in light and space while considering the changing dynamics of family due to divorce. It's an album of dense drones and airy reverberations created using various gongs, drums, cymbals, and singing bowls. Great album to just get lost in. Before that, another incredible drummer, also a scholar, a gardener, a true polymath in every sense, who we sadly lost this past week. You heard Milford Graves from his 1965 album on ESP Disc called Percussion Ensemble, where he was joined by Sonny Murray. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely try to carve out the time to watch the documentary that Jake McGinsky made on Graves' life and music called Full Mantis. Now, not only is it a beautifully filmed documentary, but man, the performance footage and the interview clips with Graves are just really, really inspiring. You know, talk about a lifelong learner and just a force of positivity. I played an excerpt from Stick Control for the Air Drummer, a new release from the Toronto-based sound artist and improviser Mira Martin-Gray. And if I understand it correctly, she created a type of generative system where she beamed MIDI samples of drum patterns at a modified snare drum head that in turn created these interesting resonances that sound as though someone was actually playing the drum itself. You know, it's quite an interesting study in minimalism. You heard an excerpt of the piece, Short Roll Combinations, Threaded Metal Ball. Then going back to the early 1980s, you heard the track Sansa Nocturne from the collection of Francis Bebe's music called Psychedelic Sansa 1982-1984. The Sansa is a type of thumb piano that has a very percussive sound to it. I suppose similar to what Kanono Number no. 1 was using on those great Congo Tronics albums, but of course this stuff predates that by several decades. Great collection if you haven't heard that one yet. And then I played another track off of Ashley Paul's new album, Slip. You heard the opening number, Cross the Ocean. Played something from this album a few shows back, but thought I'd return to it since my copy finally, finally made it from overseas. It's my favorite album of Ashley Paul's so far. Been a fan of her music for a while, but uh, definitely worth checking out. And then again at the very top of that set, we heard that track called Paintings in the Sky from the amazing new box set from William Parker called Migration of Silence Into and Out of the Tone World, volumes 1 through 10. I'm going to head into this last block of music now by playing a tender droning folk number from Little Skull from a new 10-inch album that just came out on Horn of Plenty which again comes packaged in those beautiful handmade sleeves with lino-cut artwork. And then we'll send things into liftoff mode with some overloaded rock action from the New York duo Razor Legs to take us to the end of the show. And that'll bring us to the end of this installment then. If you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this show, you can go to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and where you can 
purchase a copy directly if you'd like. If you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another new episode. I've got some in-studio guests and some features lined up. But until then, thanks so much for listening. And here again is Little Skull.